And hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault, and it's Adrian Chenault, and it's the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. And we have got the most unbelievable woman, I believe, in network marketing with us today. And she did not see that coming, but it happens to be the truth. The woman of the year at ANMP a couple of years ago, which is the Association of Network Marketing Professionals, the company she's with right now just gave her the biggest trophy you ever want to see in your life. She absolutely knocked the cover off the ball and no one could believe it because she's such a quiet, powerful leader. She's invisible in plain sight unless you know her. And then you realize this woman is the most amazing woman in network marketing. Her name is Lisa Grossman. I love her. Don't you? She, I, I can't say enough nice things about her and you'll hear more of them, but I, what I love about, she need to unmute herself. She does need to unmute herself. And, but what I just love about her is, is that she really walks the talk of giving a dang about people. And there's just not that many people that really do that. No. And like, I can't remember the company like Organo gold was just going crazy. And there was a guy named Holton bugs who was like making $40 million a month and doing all this crazy stuff. That's not an income claimant. And it wasn't even close to that, but a ton. And at the end of the day, he's given this speech and he goes, I owe everything to Lisa Grossman. And I literally almost swallowed my cigar because all the big people that I know say that. And it took me forever to get to know her. And I will tell you one thing right now. I agree with them all a hundred percent. I don't know two people like her. She's that all of it in a bag of chips. So everybody that's watching this today, pay close attention because this is what you want to be when you grow up, right? That is absolutely right. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm awesome, but a little awestruck because I don't know who you were talking about. Certainly not me, but thank you. And um, let's have some fun today and make these viewers happy they showed up. Absolutely. We're going to do it. Uh, I'm not trying to advertise my shirt. However, it's quite cool. I am the great remember. I love the shirt. And it looks like a pyramid, but it's supposed to look like a Christmas tree. But whatever it looks like, it looks like, but it's cool. And I want to thank another friend of yours, Donna Maria Saratella, for getting this thing rolling and helping me with what it looked like out of the sky blue. She was a big contribution. And She's another one that you would never imagine having so much character, integrity, and power. But Lisa, you are inspiring women all over the world, and men for that matter, but primarily women, I think, that there's a better way. And I just want to thank you for that before we get going. Well, thank you. Um, I'm inspired by people that I meet every single day. So I think that inspiration is the ultimate uh, merry-go-round. You give, you get more than you give, and it seems to infect anybody who's close, which is kind of cool. Amen. 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 So, Lisa, one of the and I, it's funny. I think I, I think I may have told you this once before, but I, I have known, I had known of you. I have known of you for many, many years. You're somebody that my dad has talked about many times as, as somebody who he loves and who he really respects. And I think I had at the time had met you once at either Eric's or, or at Ray Higdon's event. And out of the blue, you sent me this voice clip and you just said, Hey, I just hope you're doing really, really well. And I just, I miss you. And I hope you're, I, I hope to see you at something that was coming up in the near future. And 
I was so struck by that because there was just no, there's no chance you would have done it, let alone said that. There was just such an authenticity in the way that you said that. And I think that that for me is part of your magic and is something that I have learned from you is that you have a real, you, you are who you are, but you have a real love of people. In, in, a, in a broad sense, you really see people and you care about them and you enjoy them. And so I, I'm, I want to start there and just ask you a little bit about that, because I'm curious if it's something that you can you It's a thread that runs all the way back through when you were a little girl. If there was a point where you really woke up to just how much people are where the happiness resides or what that looks like for you. Well, first off. I think the psychology of it runs deep because my father used to always say as I was growing up, if you can help somebody and you don't, shame on you. So I grew up with this belief that whatever else we're here to do, we're here to leave it better than we found it if we can't. And today, especially, you know, we're so we have we're so connected digitally and, and with new technology, but so disconnected because people feel they have to be on 24 hours a day, you know, on social media. And I think that people matter. And I think that people perform their best when they know that they do. And I think the happiness piece has become big for me. I'm very focused on it this year because I'm in my 60th year and suddenly you realize what's important, but I think it's been my whole life. We spend all this time on tactics you know, from the day we get into school and they teach us how to study and how to take tests and how to learn and how to win friends and influence people and how to do this and how to do a video and whatever it is, it's important. However, the formula for tactics is really simple. You know, you find something you want to do, find the formula from somebody who's done it well and understand you're going to be really terrible when you start and consistently commit to being terrible and terrible turns into average, average originally turns into above average. And eventually you're pretty proficient and most everybody else has quit anyway. So you're leading, but that doesn't mean you're happy. You know, that just means you do something well and happiness lies in the being. And that formula is equally simple, but we forget it. Happiness lies in remembering that everything we do is should be to fulfill the design of the life we want to and not become the life that we live. And part of that for people is knowing that they're seen and knowing that they matter. If you want them to get up and do stuff, they have to know you're going to love them no matter what. And they have to know that not only are they going to make mistakes, that it's not bad, it's expected. Because that's the road to success is finding out all the things, all the information of what didn't work the way you wanted. So you can, you know, you can zero in on what does. So I think that I've always felt that if you expect more from people and you let them know you expect more, not because you don't, that they're not as good if they don't, but because you know that it's better when they do and they make the thing better that they do more. So, yeah, I think that um, I have these stupid rules. Never go to bed angry because you don't know that you're going to get up tomorrow morning. Keep the main thing, the main thing. And in the end, it doesn't really matter. So I'll sum it up with this, Adrian. This is going to date me. And I don't know what these, the technology equivalent would be today. So I leave that to those younger and smarter. 
But if the world was going to end in 10 minutes, I heard this when I was young, everybody would be in a payphone calling somebody to say, I'm sorry, or I'm yeah. sorry I didn't tell you how much you matter, or I, I, I don't want to miss the opportunity to tell you that I love you. Well, if that's what we'd all be doing, if the world was going to end in 10 minutes, why wait for the world to end? Because you never know when your time in the world will end. I, it's so true. And I, I read, so it was the 20-year anniversary of 9-11 this year. And there was the, the transcript of the, the guy who kind of led the, he was the, the person who kind of sparked it or whatever, to go in and to take the, to crash the plane in Pennsylvania that was supposed to go to the white house. And there's the, the transcript of that. And so this, this is literally that moment, right? This guy is on hidden on the phone, talking to a stranger at the FBI, certain he's about to die and certain that he is making the choice to allow himself to die to, for a much bigger cause. And he I'm sorry for getting emotional, but he, so he speaks no, to this one. I, I, I read it. It was all over Facebook and it like, yeah. And, and he said, you know, I, you have to tell my family this, you have to tell this person this. And he actually, he had, he said, I, I need you to do these things for me. And this is what we're now going to do. And he hangs up the phone and they did what they did. And you're never, you're never going to regret having, done the said those words that mattered and how many times do we hear stories or do we experience ourselves where we thought we had lots more chances to tell somebody something really important and we lose it and that's a that's not a place we want to live too many people and i see it in business all the time but really how we do anything is how we do everything and you know business is important and life comes before business so many people just do not understand how valuable time is. They get so caught up in things and the acquisition of things and money that they don't realize that the most valuable commodity they have, the one that is irreplaceable, you can't get more, it should never be wasted and you don't know how much you have to begin with, is time. And any moment spent in anger or confusion or not knowing where it's at is just a waste of time. That's a hundred percent true. And sometimes we have to learn the lesson the hard way, but why not learn it the easier way? So I just gained seven hours a week, seven hours a week. Tom Chenault gained in his life. That's a lot of hours. Cause okay, I so used- I know contact mapping is good, but seven hours in one week, there's gotta be more to the story. I just gained seven hours a week. This is the most amazing story. And it just dawned on me because Al Bala is on this Peloton. And I don't know if you've watched him, but he's working out on the Peloton. We've got one downstairs and I've just hung my, my clothes on it forever. So I, I, I go down there and I hop that, aren't they? Relax a second. So here's the deal. <laughs> so I hop on it and I start spinning and I'm having the time of my life. And I'm watching this beautiful woman named Kendall Tool. And I spin for 45 minutes. I feel like a million bucks. The next day I go spin for 45 minutes. Love Kendall Tool. Watch another one of her deals. And I call all my friends and said, do you guys know who Kendall Tool is? And all of them go, oh, yeah, that great girl. So uh, three days later, I'm sick of her. And I thought, what happens if I do my AA meeting on the Peloton? So then I'm on the Peloton every day for an hour 
watching my friends talk about what's going on and important in their life for one hour. And I'm paying attention like crazy for the first time in my life. I'm spinning for that whole hour and I have saved seven hours a week. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, everybody, because I used to do them both separately. Not well. Now, me. Look at this body. Unbelievable. <laughs> Take that, Al Bella. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Oh my gosh, that's very, very cool. So we got to take a break in about 30 seconds. You want to take a break? Yeah, we're go we're on the, you know, I love this show. I love the name of the show. Where on earth is the sun better than the dead? Not many times. You know, it'd be like LeBron James is, well, that would be me. I'm comparing myself to him. Take that away. He's so much better at what I do than I am. It's unbelievable. We named the show after that legacy leadership. And we're on the Genesis Communication Network, which is a blowtorch, over 550 stations all over the world. Thank you, Ted Anderson. I don't know how we got so lucky. We'll be back right after this. Beautiful. All right, good. So we're going to take like a 30-second break. And I one more thing I forgot to tell you about what? is that I think we should make this short segment the contact mapping segment. And so we should talk con talk together, but let's make let's talk about contact mapping in this little segment because we only got seven minutes. He changes this show every week and just... tells me on the air. So yeah, that's great because <laughs> Lisa loves contact. I mapping. know it's perfect. I, I do. do. All right, <laughs> we're gonna have fun. All right, we're gonna come back in five seconds. And we're back. It's the Legacy Leadership Radio Show with Adrian Chenault, Tom Chenault, and one of our favorite, or maybe our favorite woman in the world, Lisa Fader Grossman. I love this woman. I love her husband, Steve. I love her two daughters. I love the way they live their life. I love their absolute loyalty to their friends. It's just unbelievable. We are blessed to have her here, and I'm blessed to have you as a son. I'm blessed to have my wife, Denise, as a wife, and now we go. <laughs> awesome. So this we're changing things up a little bit. And, and what I want to talk about, so the, the presenting sponsor for this show is Contact Mapping. So if you go to contactmapping.com, you can check out more about that. But it's really all about relationship. And, and in the last segment, that's really what it came down to in, in hearing what Lisa was talking about. But Lisa, you have, you, you talked about, um, I just forgot his name, of course. Todd uh, Beamer? No, not Todd Beamer. The the guy from, uh, from, I boomerang. Holton Bugs. Holton, Holton. Holton Bugs. And, you know, people from all over the network marketing profession, from all over all these places who aren't necessarily, aren't in business, aren't, you know, they're, they're not, you're not making a buck off people. And yet they are so thankful and they, they speak of the impact that you have had on their lives. And that's not by accident. That's by design. And I can see it in the way that you have carried yourself. And so, Lisa, I just want you to share a little bit about how how have you gone about cultivating such rich relationships, not just professionally, but across all the things that you do in your life? Well, um, I'm truly interested in other people. I'm interested in their story where they want to go, what matters to them, what's important to them, because our differences make us interesting. Our commonalities, which far outweigh our differences, should unite us. But when we stop having conversations and we stop seeing the other person and remembering the other person, that starts to go 
the wrong in the wrong direction. And you know, one of the reasons I love contact mapping is people have said to me when I because I recommend it so much. I remember really well. I have an incredible memory without a tool to help me. But I need the reminders because life gets in the way. So if you bring up Tom's name or if Tom messages me, I know everything about Tom. We have so many good experiences together. Just thinking about him takes me to good places. But his birthday could easily come and go in the hustle bustle schedule in which we live our life. I might forget his anniversary. Worse, um, I could be talking to Mary and Mary's got someone in the hospital and I was, you know, she posted on Facebook and everybody's loving on Mary and we're praying for you. I want to go back a couple days later and make sure Mary's okay and follow up and see how things are going. So it's great for remembering, but it's really wonderful for the follow-up and follow-through that is necessary if you want good relationships. Only your family who can't get rid of you will forgive you for getting everything that's important to them. And that's only because they have no choice. Everybody else kind of wants you. You know, they want to know they matter. And people know they matter when you remember and you acknowledge and you connect and you listen. I spend every day remembering people. And I was telling everybody, and I keep saying it too much, at Christmas time, I got 187 texts. And 120 of them had no name, nothing about me, just a Christmas tree or something. And... You know, that's not remembering people. That's sending emoticons. That's a game. Do this. Try to put people's name when you're talking to them and something about them into conversation, no matter what you're after, letting them know they matter. And I promise you, everything is going to shift. And the app and the company that he built and the community he's got around it are going to change your life. 100%. I guarantee you, not only will you be a better contact mapper, you will be a better person. People will like you better. And there's a bunch of people listening to this show. You should comment and say, yeah, it's true. Because it's a shock. You're finally home because you're not treating people like prospects anymore. You're treating them like human beings. That's Which cool. Is what they are. Yeah. You, know what's in, you know what's interesting about that, Tom? I have so many people, and I know you get it as well. They're so shocked when you write back. Oh, you know, They're so shocked when you answer a question you're there they're too shocked all that tells me is if basic nicety compassion and consideration is so refreshing to people then we're doing something wrong and i don't think that people have any intent to run through life and not notice what's going to the left and right of them but in a hustle bustle busy world if you are not making a concentrated effort with intention to stay on top of those things then it's going to get away from you. And when you have a tool that can make it so easy to stay on top of those things and you don't use it, then you're going to spend a lot of time beating your head against the wall instead of patting yourself on the back. Shame on you. We're going to take another break. Genesis Communication Network, Legacy Leadership Radio Show, Adrian and Tom and Lisa. We'll be right back. Well done. What a spot. Happen. That was perfect. Jim Gilhouse, good to see you out there. Christina, you are such a little fan. Thank you. Julie, you we are. We love her to death. Huh? We love her to death. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. exciting. All right. So we're going to come back. This is the nice long segment. So we're going to go. We can, we can dig in deep on this one. And we're going to come back in about 15 seconds. 
but you guys are awesome. And this is so much fun. It's just, I, I love the way this conversation is flowing. So thank you. Ron Henley. He's the best man. Our man from Egypt. Ooh. Anand. Yeah. Anand. From India. Yeah. All right. Well, India. <laughs> I got that wrong. Tom, I think. And we're back. It is Tom Chenault. It's Adrian Chenault. And it is Lisa Grossman, who has a thought. This is even more exciting. I think that for everybody watching this, I think that we can blow their mind and change their lives in about six minutes. Hit it. Okay, so here's the thing. I was thinking when you were saying, Adrian, the things you're talking about, really what it all comes down to is people live in a vague place. We're not specific enough as human beings. We don't clue in on what we want. We get caught up in the wrong things. So I have this visual that I want to play a game with you, Tom, and see what this sparks with everybody else. Tom, we've never, ever, ever put a jigsaw puzzle together, have we? No. But you've put together jigsaw puzzles. We've just come through a pandemic. Everybody's done a puzzle or two. Correct. Okay, although we've never put a jigsaw puzzle together, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna tell you exactly how you do it. You tell me what I miss. Um, first, you if you have a multiple puzzles in your house, you pick the one you like, Correct. and then you open the box. You dump all the uh, the pieces on the table, and then you turn them upside down. You know, so that the your cardboard's down, colors up, and then you find all the flat edges, and you build out the frame. Correct. And then you put the picture on the corner of the table, and you start going to put that puzzle together. Right. And the more, the more it gets done, even though y'all thought you were going to put, people get excited. They start anticipating, oh my gosh, we can see Mickey Mouse's tail. There's the magic kingdom. Look at the sunset. And people go and go and go because they are focused on manifesting that picture and they know what it's going to look like when it's done. Am I close? Correct. Okay. Uh, I want people to reference that to their lives. I want you to think the puzzle frame is the frame of your life. Now, Tom, imagine if I came over and I go to you and Adrian and I said, guys, I've got this puzzle. I just know you can't put it together. And you're like, yes, we can. No, no. You guys are puzzle amateurs. This is not everyday puzzle. We can do it. Okay. So now I dump all the pieces on the, on the puzzle of, uh, on, the, on the table. But when I leave... You say, well, wait a minute, where's the box? Oh, you don't get the box. You don't get to see the picture of what's on the box. So now you guys are persistent. You're going to put that puzzle together, right? Because you said you would, I go to you. You're going to start off the same way. You're going to go find all the flat edges. It's going to take twice as long. You're not particularly excited about it because you have no idea what the picture is going to look like or if you even like the picture. And the more that you get go forward, the more frustrating it's going to become. And even when you complete it, even if you like the picture, you couldn't teach anybody else on how to do it because it's a one-off. Every puzzle is different. So for those of you watching who think that people in your business aren't serious or think that this one's this or we're so quick to dismiss people, wow. I want you to think about this. Imagine how most people would be with that puzzle. It's not that they really thought they'd quit. They, they work on it and then half the people will quit. And then the others are like, you know, I'm going to work on it more tomorrow because they're frustrated. And the next day comes around and they say, you know what? This weekend, this weekend's going to be great. And the weekend rolls around next month. The kids go back to school next month. I'm going to get back to that puzzle. And then they say, you know, and they put it, they pack it up and they put it in the closet with every intention of getting back to it but they're distracted by everything because they had a picture that they, that, that said nothing. 
They weren't excited about it. People need to be excited and enthusiastic about the life they're creating for themselves. And if you don't help them see it, they're not real excited about building it. It's, 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 they don't see the payoff in all that hard work and frustration, not knowing where they're going, which brings me back to what we were talking about before. Part of it is making people know they matter and staying in touch with them and on top of what's going on. And the other part is making sure that you help them get a clear picture of what it is they want so they know what they're playing for. And the puzzle isn't a frustrating experience. It's a glorious one. And I'm done. Wow. It's 100% right. And that's not just network marketing. That's your whole life. That is. It's my life. That's exactly right. No wonder I'm a wandering jet. I always throw the box away. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know, and let's go a little deeper on that, right? So we do, you know, you bring somebody into a business. You say, hey, you're going to do all these things. You're going to go and you're going to talk to these people and you're going to do all this stuff. And if, if you just give them the collection of things that they're supposed to do and they don't understand why they're doing it or they don't understand what's in it for them or they don't understand what the ultimate payoff is, then they might do it for a short period of time, but it's not going to last. And if you can't get to the place where there's happiness, where there's fun, where there is meaning around doing this stuff, then it's just a, it's a ticking time bomb until you decide you're not going to do it anymore. You know, it's, it's, I've done it. I've gotten focused on the wrong thing, the strategy, the tactics and gotten to the top of a mountain, found out it was a mountain I didn't want to live on because I didn't ask the right question. I wasn't using my business to build the life I wanted. I created a bit of life where business was it. Because if I, I felt because I didn't understand legacy and what it's really about and things surviving you. And I felt like if I left my business for an hour, you know, my business would stop. And I created that. But but if you think about it, we have this incredible ability to borrow from the future. We do it all the time. You knew exactly what you wanted contact mapping to do when you started. Now, maybe it's morphed a little as information, but you could see a day when people would have this tool on their phone and what it was going to do for them. So every little frustration, every little setback, every little whatever it was, so what? The picture on the wall was where you knew you were going, but you're borrowing from that. But if it was just like, oh, this would be cool, let's go build an app, and what's the future you're borrowing from is a, is a bunch of puzzle pieces on a, pay, on a table that you don't even know what the finished products can look like. You have nothing to borrow from except, except aggravation. You look at it and you don't see the road to the picture. You see a bunch of more aggravating hours today. So I think that the key to get, being happy in life is if you know what you want the future to be, you can borrow from it for your enthusiasm. You can borrow it when you're having a bad day. You can borrow from it when you get distracted to ask yourself, is this, is this the road to that picture I love so much? But without that, that absolute certainty of, of knowing what you're trying to do and what it means to you and what, it, what, what you feel about its completion and the realization of that, that dream what, what is it but a bunch of work and, and stuff that, that you know, I've, I'll bet as much as you love your app, you don't love app building. Love it way less than when I started. <laughs> it's hard, right? That's not the thing. That's that's not what this is about. It's about the impact. And that's true across a lot. Plus, of every time we like we got the map, the puzzle completely done. 
like five minutes away and his <laughs> little boy walks in and turns over the table doesn't help. Yeah, that's right. It's hard. I mean, being in the app business is hard, but we don't have just an app. Our, our, our business, the app is great, but it's not anywhere near as good as the application. And what we're going to look back on in our life is the exactly. legacy that we left. The, the app is a tool. Yeah. The, the vision, the dream, the outcome is what it's all about. The app's just how we get there. And, you know, you raised an interesting point because like the kid turning over the table. This is one of my pet peeves. So I'm just going to go off on it. Every time, every year, around the end of the year, beginning of the year, a lot of people go through the doldrums. They're shifting careers, shifting things, making changes. And I get these calls, but I don't want to start over. You never start over. You start again. There's no such thing as starting over. You know, you went from here to here. Where you know, you know at least how to go from here to here again. How to do it faster, more efficiently. You have all the knowledge that you gained along the way. All the relationships, assets, tools, resources. You know, nobody. A baby doesn't start over when they fall down and they pull themselves up to walk because they have all the times they fell down before that they've utilized to get the strategy that ultimately gets them to walk. So stop telling yourself that I can't start over. I have to start over. There's no such thing. Great news is you get to start again, better off than you were when you did start the first time. And the cool about thing about the network marketing business is you never really lost any ground. If you've I done your job. Yeah, that's such a beautiful thing. And so Lisa, and I don't know if yes. you're willing to answer this question. As a as a person who's made eight figures in network marketing, which is there's not very many people in the world that have done that. And you are one. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Eight figures is over $10 million. Like, Three times eight figures, yeah. but 32 that's, years. That's a ton of dough. It is. What's there for you? Why are you looking at the future with such gigantic eyes? 60 years old, could be doing puzzles for the rest of your life and never lose a meal. But you haven't slowed down an iota. You're giving away bicycles at Christmas time. What to underprivileged kids? And by the way, that's one of the great moves I've ever seen. They got on, they, they got on Facebook Live and told kids to call in and say, you call in and tell us a story. We're giving you a bicycle. No, no questions asked. They gave these kids that called in a bicycle. So the only person who was losing in that whole deal was the person who didn't know to call in and get the free bicycle. That's you know if somebody Rose. knows somebody. Unbelievable. You know, they Unbelievable. Need to I have decided that I don't know when I didn't know this, but I can't, I was told by a lot of people, there's something magical about when a kid gets a bike and bikes wow. are not really expensive. So if anybody watching this knows a kid somewhere that needs a bike, please reach out to me. I have more bikes I can give, <laughs> but why am I still doing Makes it? Me cry. Because now it's fun because the, 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 more security you build in your own life, the more freedom you have to create impact and help other people build security in theirs. And the day you stop is the day you do what? I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. If I wasn't out, I love people. I love impact. You and the retire into fun. your business. You don't retire out of your business. You don't retire out of your great life. You retire into it, everybody. And what you have when you've done what she's done is you've got the ability to hire people to do that. What you don't like doing. And that's me. And 
I get up every morning with, I'm a decade older mm -hmm. than her and I wake up with my hair on fire, ready to go. How much time we have left? A minute. A minute. You guys, this is Lisa Grossman. And you find her on Facebook. Is there any great way to find you, Lisa? Facebook profile. And I'll tell you, you know, I'm on the other platforms, but my technical abilities, such as what they are after 10 years, Facebook and I are just now uncomfortable with each other. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, anywhere you message me, I message back. I return all my messages. Um, I always will. All right, you guys, we're taking a break. This is the Genesis Communication Network. This is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. Adrian Chenault, Tom Chenault, and the great Lisa Grossman. What a show. And you spelled my name right. I love you. Nobody's all right. Two S's, two N's. And it's Lisa Fader, F-A-E-D-E-R on Facebook. Yeah, but that's just my maiden name because when I got married, nobody knew who Lisa Grossman was. I'm very happy being Lisa Grossman. Yeah. All good. All good. That just makes it easier to find you. That's all. You are awesome. So we're going to come back here in 10 seconds for the last segment. And we're going to talk about living legacy. And we're back. It's the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. Tom Chenault, Adrian Chenault, Lisa Grossman. I want you to think of anybody that you know. And I almost posted this. That talks to new people every day documents people every day and is 100% in integrity with their remembers, which is their follow-ups. I don't use the word follow-up because the acronym for follow-up is FU and nobody likes that. And nobody truly likes following up. Nobody likes to be followed up upon. They love to be remembered. So just change that in your brain and your life is going to change too. But think about that. And when people tell me they're all caught up, my mind says you're not talking to enough new people because I want you to be constantly taking this loop, making it bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm telling you who does it, all the monsters. They are constantly connecting more and more and more and not necessarily at higher levels, more and more and more because everybody, every one of you people on this call know a really cool, successful guy who's also a derelict because you know me. And I like that. So take it away. <laughs> I love that. So Lisa, we were talking earlier and, and I think, you know, to bring it kind of full circle in, in this conversation about your shift towards really happiness and, and that sort of internal happiness, as you think about the impact that you want the next 10 years of your life, you know, you're getting ready to turn 60 in the next 10 years, what is the impact and, and the, the lasting impact that you want the work you do in the next 10 years to have. You know, it's funny that you should say that because legacy for me is the, it's, it equals immortality, you know, because what the seeds you, that's why you invest in people. The seeds you plant in other people are the living legacy because they remember you well, you live in their memories. And if you impacted them in any way and made their lives better, you ripple effect and change the world. You can build a big building and put your name on it, but all that chose, all that means, all you did for anybody was build for the world was build a big building. You'll be remembered, but we want to be remembered in the hearts and minds of people as somebody. I think leadership for me means, did you incentivize somebody to feel something or do better or do something that they might otherwise never have done or realize something if you had shown up somewhere. 
And we have the ability today with technology to show up so many places in so many ways. And in answer to your question before, what I finally figured out is that if we is that specific specificity is the key. If we don't master, if we don't become a master of the art of specificity, we all become masters of the art of settling. And people settle every day and they, they get what they asked for. They just didn't ask life specifically enough for what they wanted. And the best gift that you can give yourself is when you do something for somebody else. Truth be told, and not to minimize it, a bicycle at Christmas time. And we had to get some on New Year's Eve. So when nothing was open at Walmart, nice bicycle for a kid is maybe 75 or $80. Wow. And I'm not saying that's not a lot of money because to a lot of people it is. But where can you buy yourself the knowledge that you made a huge difference in a, you know, in a little human who hopefully will grow up to do more with the world than the adult humans are doing today for $80. Where can you feel that good about, you'll get that kind of joy yourself for 80 bucks. You can go have a meal, a meal in a restaurant you don't want to go to, or you can make a kid jump up and smile and smile and change his life. So it's the cheapest way to happiness is to give what you can give, understanding that much of it doesn't cost very much and much of it costs nothing at all. Go tell five people today that you haven't talked to in a long time who made a difference in your life. Send them a message. Tell them. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be where I am today. Thank you. I wanted you to know that you made a difference. They'll feel great. You'll feel better. I promise. Amen to that. And this bicycle mission, I told Lisa next Christmas, she needs to get some people that have some firepower to get really, really behind this thing, because obviously they're not taking any kind of administration deal. They're just helping these kids buy bikes. And it's a very spontaneous thing. Yeah, we're going to turn it loose. That's it. I got to, because all that stupid Peloton stuff, I got a cramp. So if you're wondering what happened right there, I was about to fall off my chair. So Adrian's looking at me going, what's he doing? House nailed it. What's that? If you want to be unforgettable, yeah. Whenever you're with somebody else, you make it about them. They will never forget you and they will always be there and have your back if you need help. Amen to that. Isn't that cool, though? What a philosophy. Yeah. And you wouldn't believe that. I'll never forget when we're standing in Vegas and the, you taught me the brick rank. And I walked into and then I took a whole bunch of money and hired somebody to help me learn to be a better network marketer. And that guy had completely stolen the brick rank from you. <laughs> And use that. That was part of the thing I paid for. But almost all of the great training that you see in this unbelievable profession pretty much came out of the mouth of Lisa and Curtis at some point long before it hit the big time. Because these are the most plagiarized. Yes, oh, I know they're denying it. Look at her face. She's no. denying it right now. But it is a fact, Jack. This woman is somebody that you want to find on Facebook and listen to because she's a beast. Facts. My cramp's gone. So <laughs> thank God. We thought, I thought I you was, were going through that table any minute. No, I, I just about <laughs> flew out of here. So that's too cute. So what do you want to say? Lisa, I just I, I want to thank you for being you and and for bringing it back around to that it's not about all these external things, both in terms of it's not about the external strategy and tactics and all this sort of stuff. It's about the internal game. And it's not about doing things that you think you're supposed to do. It's about figuring out what are the things that are actually going to make you happy. That's so important. Those things are important, but they're easy to find and very tangible. Um, 
And an outside game gets better with practice and repetition. The inside game is what carries you through the game, the entire game of life, I think. With all right. Outside. We're out of here. We'll see you all next week. It's been the, what? We, we got 30 more seconds and it's Ben Gay coming up next week. Who is going to Ben be. Gay. Do you know who he is, Lisa? I don't, but you're going to tell me. Oh I'm my God. Lunch. This guy is a legend. We got him from Ron Henley. And when we started doing research on this guy, he is amazing. And then we're going to, we're going to interview Richard and Kimmy Brook. Denise and I are going to do it. It's going to be like a couple's deal. So start making it a muscle to watch this show. We'll see you all next week. Thanks there. for watching. Don't hang up. We're back. We're all out. Right. We're, we're out. Back. We're, we're back. back. We're good. We're live on Facebook. And so many people. Mark Cohen, you are a huge human being, and we love you. Hello there, Jeffrey. Love you. Michelle Mangrum, we love you. Anand, I did not mean to say you were from Egypt. Please don't get mad at me. It wasn't on the screen. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. And Gilhouse, I've known him. He would, Gilhouse was in the radio business with me for many, many years with Troy Dooley. And then those guys uh, went off and did their own thing and were in like every country in the world for a few years doing big stuff. So it just gets better and better, everybody. And you got to you gotta just keep loving people and contributing like Lisa said. Mark Victor Hansen's birthday was a couple of days ago. And the text I mess, I'd I was, should look it up, but if I look down at my phone and somebody makes a comment that I'm not paying attention, but I did exactly what I said, Mark, you are one of the instrumental people in giving me my life. By being the man behind the curtain that's better than the man on the stage. Because very few people are that good when people aren't looking, Mark is. And I wanted to acknowledge him for that. You are, Lisa, you're a better person when people aren't looking than you are even on this show. That's the beauty of human beings. I hope someday people say that about me. It has to happen. You know, you're freaking amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. Lisa, we love you. Thank you so much for doing Thanks this. Thanks for so having me. Fun. It was so much fun. I love you both. And I love everybody watching as well. Have a great, great, great new year. Love you all. Thank you. Bye, everybody.